What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Zero Gravity, Polymedia's NBA podcast brought to you by Big City Wings. If you're in the Houston area, go down to your nearest Big City Wings, Houston Swing Joint, Apollo Swing Joint. We've got another watch party for the Houston Texans this weekend on Saturday at the Marquee location off of Katy Freeway. So go check out Big City Wings and all their daily specials right now. This podcast is also brought to you by Celebrity Mint. Go to CelebrityMint.com and check out their awesome graded legal tender collectibles of Mike Tyson, Ric Flair, and more at CelebrityMint.com. Thank you for sponsoring this episode. I am joined by the What We Learn Houston Rockets edition king, Josh Garcia. How are we doing, bud? I'm great, man. It's our midseason award show. I should have brought my Guy Fieri polo out. I do have one in the closet somewhere, but you know we got to go with the usual today. Um, feeling great. Feeling good. Uh, Rockets are getting absolutely smacked by my uh, by your Knicks. Um, no big deal though. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, you got your Mavs Lakers on primetime. I do. Feeling good today, man. How you doing? I, I'm good. Uh, I wish Kyrie Irving would make some shots, and I wish LeBron wouldn't dive at Kyrie Irving's knees. You know, it's just Ugh. the normal. Bad look. The normal. Uh, we're recording this on Wednesday, January 17th, around 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. Yeah, we're gonna have a midseason award show because that's what everybody's favorite podcasters do. Uh, so we're going to have some midseason awards, and some of them are normal, some of them are not. But before we get into that, we had a Woj bomb today. Woj bomb. We did. Pascal Siakam traded to the Indiana Pacers for Bruce Brown, Jordan Nuora, and three first-round picks. What? And New you're Orleans kidding. is the third team in the deal for some reason, and they sent Kyra Lewis to the Raptors because, sure, um, the two... I think the two twenty four, they had two first round picks in twenty twenty four that they sent, and a twenty twenty six first round pick to the Raptors. This is all from Woj, um, and the twenty twenty four first round picks will be Indiana's own and the worst of Utah, Houston, Clippers, and OKC. How do you have that many picks? Yeah, you're you're, you're banking on all those teams to do bad, what, do a complete one eighty. I, I don't did, know what's happening. How did that happen? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But Pascal Siakam is traded, not to my Dallas Mavericks, but to the Indiana Pacers to team up with oh. Tyrese Halliburton. And it's going to be a lot of fun. I think that duo is going to be fun. A little bit of defense. I think Siakam pairs well with Halliburton. I'm just curious to see what the team kind of looks like and how they integrate him into the team. And right. after the season, are we going to get a contract extension? Is he going to stay? Is he going to leave in free agency? I have yeah. no idea. I have no idea. Man, the... Uh... The rental, if, if if this all goes to shit, this could be one of the worst rental fleeces that I've seen. Uh, Pascal Siakam has no reason not to re-sign with them, but if he's doing an ultimate chess move here, ultimate 3D chess, leave from the Raptors, play your 40 games out or whatever, mm-hmm. and go re-sign back with them with all those assets. I mean, you're, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but the tinfoil hat is being created as we speak. Uh, I got my team of you know, helpers uh, in the back, just, you know, we're, we're, we're getting it out. Um, I don't know, man, Pascal, you know, this all came out of nowhere. I felt like we got an initial report. Uh, what was it? The, the, it was the, the day, day before. before. Yeah. Tuesday yeah. morning, I think is kind of when we got a report that the, yeah. the Pacers and the, the Raptors were working things out and trying to get to a finalization yeah. process. Yeah. 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 So no, no Keegan Murray, no Harrison Barnes in the deal. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of out of left field. I mean, like I said, if it wasn't for that initial announcement, we would all be like, holy shit, holy shit. We all still were like, holy shit, holy shit. But, you know, we had a little bit of anticipation. Um, again, man, this is, this is you know, now the now the oven's at 250, almost preheated. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. This is great. This is great for us. Um, 
Pascal in an indie uniform is going to be sick. I, I, Pascal in yellow and white. Not bad. Not bad. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I like it. Um, so you're definitely going to be seeing uh, the Pacers take this big, maybe one year leap, maybe a couple years from now, we might still be seeing Pascal in the uniform. I think it's really going to take a lot to re-sign him um, and a lot to just keep that quote unquote core together. Right. Um, because Buddy healed Miles Turner every year. It's been trade talk, trade talk, like trade six talk, years. nonstop, nonstop. It's been years at this point, <laughs> man. Uh, yeah, the trade talks are not a toddler anymore. They are fully grown. They are a grown child. Yeah. Um, it's way too much. Um, but man, this is their best chance in probably since I don't even know, 2011, the 2012. PG, Lance Stevenson, Paul George. Yeah. The PG uh, Roy Hibbert years. Oh yeah, yeah. Not, now you got Roy Hibbert making uh, YouTube videos with the crazy thumbnails on them. They'll say, this is LeBron's competition. Sure. I mean. <laughs> hey, 2013 yeah. Hibbert. He was a dude. All-star. He was a dude. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the Pacers are interesting after this, and they they gave up a lot. Because you look at the OG trade. Obviously, OG and Siakam are two different players, and they cost different amounts. But OG's given up RJ, Emmanuel quickly, and a second-round pick. That was it. No first in the in the deal at all. Siakam goes for three first round picks. Bruce Brown, who you just signed, like a, a good role player, and probably equal to RJ and Emmanuel quickly. If you really look at it, like that's the same kind of caliber player that you're getting. But three first round picks for a rental, potentially. Yeah. And this happened with Kyrie last year. They they traded for him, first round pick, Torian Finney Smith, Spencer Dinwiddie, and they didn't know if they were going to be able to sign him. They they hoped that they were able to sign him because of Nico Harrison's uh, relationship that he had with at Nike with Kyrie and Jason Kidd and Kyrie's relationship as well. So you kind of hope that you're able to re-sign him after that. But I I don't know. I don't know what Siakam thinks about Indiana. Does he does he like the Midwest? Does he like the cold in general? Like I know he wanted to stay in Toronto, but like Midwest cold and Toronto cold are they two different things? I don't really know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Does he like the movie Hoosiers? That that could be an important sell. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> indie culture. Uh, what what would okay? Now I'm trying to think. Indie culture. All right, you got Peyton Manning, who recently I just found out. I texted you Foreheads. about he built a children's hospital. Yes, had no idea. Uh-huh. Um, you got Peyton Manning. You got the Colts. You got the Indiana Fever. Pat McAfee. Uh, potential. Pat McAfee. Uh, yeah, sure. He's an indie guy. Um, Indiana. Yeah, yeah. You got potentially Caitlin Clark. Sure. Maybe that's Iowa. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm saying uh, Caitlin Clark next year, oh, get drafted. Get, it, I, just, I, don't, I don't know. Who's, I, don't, I think the Fever have the top pick. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Corn? Is Corn a big deal there? I feel like Corn's might be. A, <sighs> that's a like a Western I know Midwest that's like thing. Nebraska, but I, I don't know. Indiana, I, maybe it's the Pacers uniforms that are just yellow, and I'm like, Mike, Corn. Michael Jackson. You have Michael Jackson. There you go. All right. Yep. Gary. You have Freddie Gibbs, Gary, Indiana. Sure. Best, one of the best rappers ever. Yeah. He's good. Sure. You're gonna love it, Pascal. And if you don't, you can always come down to Dallas. It's fine. Yes, it's just as cold yes. here, apparently, as it is everywhere else, if not colder. Man. Um, Man. Yeah, it's good to have a Woj bomb to start off the day. And uh, after last night, Tuesday night, we had a, a matchup of MVPs. We did. We had we did. Jokic and the Nuggets for uh, faced off against Embiid and the Sixers, and a wild showdown that I, I finally got to turn on at like halftime and it was like 81 to 83 at halftime. Yeah, yeah. 78, 78 at half. Crazy. Insane. I turned it on and I was like, what, what, what is this? This is 
like 2003 basketball final score games. Like, well, yes. what are we doing? Yes. It was crazy. They, <laughs> I think one of the teams had over 100. I think it was the Nuggets. They scored well over 100 at the end of the third quarter, and the Sixers maybe had 98. Maybe they got to 101. Yeah. I can't remember. But, like, it's like these are 20 points higher than a 2004 NBA game. <laughs> crazy in three quarters. This is, this is the game that our, that our grandparents used to warn us about, and I loved every minute of it, man. That that – that MVP showdown was sick. Um, I really think that, of course, you know, Embiid got got Jokic's number. He did. But I will say, I definitely, the past two days, so the, the past two games, I mean, the Rockets played the Sixers on MLK Day. Mm-hmm. You had the um, Sixers play the Nuggets last night. It was very much of a uh, Nick Nurse saying, I'm going to keep Embiid in until two minutes are, are, are left, and we're up 15, 20 points, yeah. and just let him get his 40 bomb. I don't know why. I don't know why, but cool, sure. Same thing happened in the Rockets game. It was insane. Like, I don't know what's happening in Philly. I don't know. We're six games away from Embiid just not winning the MVP or being on any <laughs> All-NBA ballots because he didn't hit the goal, uh, the game mark, which would just yep. make me so delighted. I've been complaining about him all season. So, oh, But uh, I saw a tweet last night. I can't remember who it's from, but it said, I wish Jokic had more ball hog in him. Yes. You wish he would yes. just take the ball in his hands in the fourth quarter when they just needed a bucket and did it himself and went and got the bucket. Cause he's like nearly impossible to start stop on his own. But like, mm-hmm. if you get him into the paint, you get two, three defenders on him. There's going to be an open man. Then he can do the whole crazy passes over his head and just fling it way back here with his, uh, his free throw arc. It's the craziest thing. Every time he shoots the ball from that angle, I'm just like, yeah. how does that even happen? But I just wish bird. he had more ball hog in him, and then we wouldn't have this problem. But also, we know that Jokic doesn't even really like basketball. He's just really good at it and makes millions of dollars. So he's like, yeah, sure, I'll play basketball. I'll do this job. Man. That's fine. I think I think that's all a, a facade. I feel Maybe. like I feel like Embiid is just, or uh, Jokic is kind of just showing his cards almost. He's like, man, I don't even practice. I don't do shit. I just go out. I just go out and hoop. Um, no, what you said about being a ball like he needs to hoop. Mm-hmm. Like he, I don't want to say that Jokic is a system guy, because you know, I mean, I, I all the goats are system guys. Apparently, you got Tom Brady, you got Jokic, maybe I don't know. But uh, I mean, Michael Jordan in the triangle. There you go. You there you go. You almost said LeBron. I, was I did. Like, and then LeBron, where are we LeBron is at? the system. Exactly. Now we're exactly. <laughs> um, no, I. You know, Jokic is something special and will never not be that. But from games that I notice, I mean. He, It'll be the most quiet 30, 40 bomb you've ever seen um, on levels you can't even fathom. I yeah. mean, we, we're seeing a guy who can have the greatest efficiency numbers, and you look up in the second quarter, and you're like, oh, he's got 22. And not in the Luka 22, because you know when Luka scores. Yeah. You know it. <laughs> but I don't know, man. It goes back to the, 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 the Luka-Jokic comparison I was making. They're two totally different players, but they're all slow and a little bit chunky. Yeah. So, you know, there, there's that. But – I don't know, man. Jokic is just different. It sucks that Embiid got him this round, but uh, potential finals matchup. Maybe who knows? I'm not rooting for that, but maybe no. you know, be a good, good alternative, good, good, uh, good, good B selection. Although Philly in the finals and Philly losing would be absolutely hilarious. Going through what they've gone through for the last yeah. year and a half, two years now, <laughs> yeah. as a sports fan uh, base, oh, every team just oh, getting to the mountaintop and falling off right at the tippy top it's just tremendous God, i know absolutely tremendous but yeah it was a great matchup and uh it's good to see him play but Jokic, just take the ball just do it 
Yeah, just take it. You might as well. Like everybody wants you to take it. Yeah, he can score any way he can. Just like, just do it. Just yeah. Do it. Um, man, man, that, that that's all I got on Jokic. He is incredible, mm. and we're not even talking about Embiid right now. Don't I, don't, care. I don't see the point. We're, you're a Luca guy. I'm an Embiid hater. Embiid, Embiid hater first. Luca guy second. That's me. Um, Jokic, you'll get him next time. That's it. Embiid was funny <laughs> in like 2016. The tweets, comebacks, the yeah. trolling, the online memes, and everything. It was just, it was fun back in 2016. Anything past that, I, I, it's grown, grown old on me. I don't, I don't care. I'm with you. I don't care. I'm with you. I'm with you on it, brother. <laughs> Without further ado, let's get into the 2023-2024 NBA midseason oh, yeah. awards show. Most teams have gotten to around 40 to 41 games. Some teams have gone over. Some teams are around 37. The Timberwolves, I'm looking at you. Good luck with all the back-to-backs and hard games left on your schedule. Sucks oh, yeah. To suck. <laughs> Mid-season awards show. Let's kick it off with the, I don't know. Maybe you should kick this one off. You, Absolutely, You kick brother. this one off. This is I a great you. award. I'm very excited <laughs> about this one. Here, here is our first award. I'm, I'm drum rolling. The Scoot Henderson shittiest performance of the year award. There we go. The winner, with no further introduction, no further ado, Scoot Henderson, take your award, brother. Minus 83 in two games. And of course, this includes a 62 point blowout uh, against yeah. the Thunder. He had like a minus um, 54, 56. Yeah, and minus. then the craziest 30 bomb that I've ever seen, uh, 11 for 31. It's good. Um, it's really good. You know, hey, why not, right? <laughs> uh, Scoot Henderson, the Poop Henderson Award. Yes. Uh, this is yours. Uh, first first annual and hopefully last annual. Uh, hopefully we won't have much shit to talk about you anymore. Yeah, um, that'd be good. We'd just like to kick off this award show with Poop Henderson. And we'll leave it at that. Thank you, sir. Runner up and honorable mention the Detroit Pistons, the entire organization. The, the from entire top team. to bottom. The entire organization. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> That's what I had written down, but I, just, nice. I had, nice. To, had to throw them in there. God bless Detroit oh, Pistons. Yeah. Scoot Henderson. Mm-hmm. I mean, buddy. I know you're not on a good team, but like maybe hey, be better. Hey. Yeah, yeah. I Is it know. time to call the G League players <laughs> busts? Jalen Green. Maybe he needs to go back to the G League. That's the problem. Scoot Henderson. That we're running <laughs> just go back on the Ignite, just, dude. Go, just go, go back. Yeah. Run that one back. See how it goes. <laughs> and then one more year. Then then we can revisit this at the end of the summer. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Exactly. The second award that we'll get into is the Guy of the Year Award. This is a guy not on your team that you absolutely would love to or absolutely need to have on your team. Yes. Come this trade deadline, you add this guy and you're just happy. And this could be for vibes, this could be for play style, this could be for what this player provides for your team or you just like this player and you you would like to have him on your team. The guy of the year award, who who is your guy of the year award? Well man, I I wanted you to have the floor, but shit, if you're giving it to me, I'll tell you, man. Uh, my guy of the year is none other than Indiana Pacers legend Jalen Smith. Ah. The goggles, Didn't see that the vibes. One. Okay, that's a, that. That is hey Chris Collinsworth. Now here's a guy. This is a guy. <laughs> here's a guy. You gonna slide here's in a too? Guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you got Tony Romo. Jalen Smith, you're looking a little Mahomey. Oh man. Yeah. 
um, man, Jalen Smith, he's the heart and the soul uh, of that of that Pacers team. You know, of course, we got Halliburton, we got Buddy Heald, we got Miles Turner, we got Siakam now. Yeah. Give me a Jalen Smith. Sure. I need a Jalen Smith every time I see him on League Pass or my other various ways, mm-hmm. like we mentioned last step. Right. Um, every time I see him, he's just in his goggles looking sick. Even at the free throw line, he takes a sweet time. He's fun, man. I enjoy him a lot. He's been one of my players this year that I've kind of kept an eye on from a distance, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and every time I, every time, every time we we lock eyes, every time we catch each other, you know, I always see him and just in that mode. And I don't care if he's averaging only ten points a game. Hey, this is the role player award. Jalen Green or J- oh, ooh, yikes, Jalen Smith. Yikes. <laughs> that is, that that is a foreshadowing if I've ever heard one. Freudian slip. <laughs> Yeah, um, shout out Jalen Smith. <laughs> you're you're a guy. Everybody needs you. Uh, you're a guy's guy, and I have enjoyed watching you a lot. Uh, Stone, please, please take it away. My guy of the year award goes to Grayson Allen. Mm. I had a completely different name written down pre-show. We were discussing Grayson Allen, and I learned a few stats. Do I remember what those stats were? No. But I remember that he shoots like 87% from three right now. And Seth Curry can't hit a three to save his life. And that's what he's supposed Mm -hmm. to be good at right now. So Grayson Allen, welcome to the Dallas Mavericks. You'll fit right in. You look like half the team. Mark Cuban will love you. Uh, Grayson Allen, a Duke from a Duke man to a Duke man, even though I did not attend school at Duke. From a Duke man to a Duke man, welcome to the Dallas Mavericks. Please come on down. You don't need to be in Phoenix where the dogs are peeing themselves on the court. We don't need any of that. Awesome. That was awesome. Tremendous content for this postseason when we get to use that uh, yeah. in a different context. It's going to be awesome. But Grayson Allen, Guy of the Year Award, he literally is shooting the lights out for some reason. And it's like 48% from three. Legitimately like the second best player on the Suns right now. Like, what are we doing? It's insane, man. Just come on God. down. You'll fit right in in Dallas. He's such an asshole, but I need that. I, I need a guy like that. Unfortunately, he would, Luca would love Grayson Allen, dude. He would. He would love Grayson <laughs> Allen. Come on down. That'll be great. That'll be great. Man. Well, all right, Josh. Yeah, here's your. There was your other pitch. Um, you know, I'm yeah. sure every episode until the trade deadline, you'll be giving us. I'm gonna uh, have various so many pitches. pitches, dude. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah. The, 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 you are you are an incredible salesman, dude. Um, somebody's gonna come on down. <laughs> some, somebody's gonna do it. <laughs> Oh man, for for my next award here, we have got the best league pass team. And if you've seen any of our episodes, you know what I'm about to say. Give me the Oklahoma City Thunder. Correct. Come down, accept your award, Jalen Williams, um, wh- whoever. Um, there was a crazy visual. It was the other Jalen Williams, and then they sh- they they showed the uh, or line. it was the 18 point a game Jalen Williams mm-hmm. at the free throw line. They showed the other Jalen yeah, Williams yeah, stats. Yeah, a crazy visual by TNT. Pretty Come rough. on. Um, the Thunder all around top to bottom, fun as hell, shy, amazing. He, he is shooting 55% from the field as a guard. What are we talking about here? I mean, oh man, I love that squad. Chet, everybody, the, the Williams is, I mean, come on, the, the, the team top to bottom. Every time I see him, I got to watch. You know, I'm talking 120 a game, 130 a game. Um, I would love if the Rockets and the Thunder could kind of get back into that rivalry that we the, the mini rivalry yeah, that we've yeah, kind of yeah. seen, uh, especially the member of the bubble, Lou Dort, uh, the Harden between the legs, those, those yeah. are awesome. Um, the Thunder are great so far. I would love to see them again in the Western Conference Finals. Um, we'll see how they turn out. But as for right now, and hopefully forever, they will be my league pass team of the year. Yeah, no, I'm no notes. 
that yeah. Oklahoma City yeah. Thunder, if you're not watching them on League Pass, then you're not watching League Pass in general. They're probably the most fun team to watch in the NBA. The Celtics might have, like, a l- when they're healthy and everybody's playing, it's, they're, they're kind of in there as well. But the Thunder right. are way more fun because they're young, they're homegrown. Like, obviously, Shea Gil- Gilgis Alexander wasn't drafted by there, but uh, he played, like, one season, one and a half seasons with the Clippers. Like, he didn't really play yeah, that long there. Basically got drafted, he's, yeah. He's an Oklahoma City guy. They're... That's the only pro team in town. So all of the fans are crazy about the Oklahoma City Thunder. I don't know. It's just fun. The vibes are good. The vibes are good. So, yeah, no yeah. notes on that one. Oklahoma City Thunder League Pass, team of the year so far in the midseason awards. Perfect. Beautiful. This next, Off to you, brother. This next award. The first coach that should be fired award, 41-ish games into the season, NBA midseason awards, First coach that should be fired, Monty Williams. Come on down. Damn it. Don't, Damn it. I don't care about your contract. You <laughs> should be fired. There is no excuse at all to be at four wins at the halfway mark. Just none. Cade, none. Cade was scoring 40 a game just to keep you in it by 10 points. It's brutal. <laughs> How did you get an, a $90 million contract or $80 million for 10 years? How did you get another job? How? Dude, this is a Jimbo Fisher type payout once he gets fired. I'm telling you, man, this is going to be ridiculous. Uh. <laughs> you know, I, I, of course, Monty Williams is my number one. Um, I'm going to be so real with you. And you might hate me. People might hate me. <sighs> Greg Popovich. You're getting old. Weminyama is a great source of fan interest. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I was going to throw you a curveball at some point. Yeah. Right? Greg, Greg Popovich. I, he's very old. Uh, I don't yeah. know what's happening with that team anymore. I'm not saying that they have the greatest roster. Yeah. Uh, Keldon Johnson, Devin Vassell, uh, Trey Jones stinks. Uh, there's a lot that can, you know, there's a lot can be worked on. Um, yeah. I don't, he's old. I don't really see him fitting in that team anymore. Um, I would have loved for Becky Hammond to be the replacement. That would have been That'd sick. Be cool. A little um, interim tag for the rest of the year. I don't. Yeah, I don't really know what's happening anymore. So I think she's with the Las Vegas Aces, correct? Yeah, I, I think know. she's the head coach of the Las Vegas Aces. That makes sense. I don't know. Could she said something that wrong. she had to write an apology for on social media and all that kind of stuff with the big Yikes. thing. I can't remember what it was. Was it was it a notes app apology? No, no, no. It was a full graphic <laughs> okay. with her and then like the words on the side. It was a good, Yikes. good Photoshop. Um, you know, there's not much I can really elaborate on uh, with this Greg Popovich take. This was my one B take uh, for today, okay. but um. The team sucks. Um, yeah. It's not really Pop's fault, uh, but it kind of begs the question, are these coaches who are 65 really and older? not Pop's fault? Because he's the one starting, like, anyone at point guard. Like, there's no reason. <laughs> Jeremy Sochan. Jeremy Sochan at point guard. Oh, my God, I completely forgot about we that. We know that. Like, we know that he's not a good point guard. We know that he can just be a shooting guard or a small forward even. Like, just don't put him at he's point like guard. Six, he's, yeah, he's like 6'9". Let Wimby what be point guard. He's looking off Wimby, and Wimby's yes. like, just throw an alley-oop. I'm good. Like, just throw it <laughs> 10 feet in the air above the rim. Yeah, I'll catch it, and it'll go directly yeah. in the hoop because my hands are oh, bigger yeah. than the basketball. Like, I know where to put it. The, the 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 verbal meme, uh, all the Spurs players saying, yay, we're on TV. And then Wembenyama saying, can you just throw me the ball, yeah, please? Jesus like, Christ. Uh, I, you know, the Spurs eventually will be okay. But right now they stink. Uh, but it kind of begs, you know, what I was mentioning earlier, that our old coaches getting aged out of the NBA. We mentioned it with Tibbs. 
uh popovich maybe i don't know people aren't really talking about this is there something to talk about i don't know um yeah man popovich you know i i love you you've gotten your rings go retire in the sunset brother you should you yeah he, he he's he had all that uh the the surgeries uh was that last year or a couple years ago yeah, last year brother yeah. brother don't put yourself through this anymore you've done what you can i don't want it to be a belichick situation you know where in, in the moment those couple years those last couple years were pretty bad without tom brady you know yeah it's been pretty um, bad though for pop for a few years it hasn't been yeah. good yeah like they just yeah. haven't been like the worst team until last year it's like all right, right whatever they did the tank right they obviously got wimby yeah belichick's gone saban's gone let's just wrap it up pop you just respect ride out with the evil empire go go hang out with darth vader you just go away yeah go away yeah. it's fine Great all-time post-game interviews, uh, mid-game interviews. Um, but yeah, I'm not feeling the aura yeah, anymore. Over. I'm not feeling the energy. It's been and over. It's, it's over. Yeah. It's over. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Josh. What's our next award? All right. All right, brother. We have got the Surprise Team of the Year Award. Are we ready, brother? I'm in. Are we ready? I'm ready to hear you out. Here we go. I've got the Utah Jazz this year. Yeah. And... They are twenty-two and twenty. You know, they're. I'm not saying that they. You know, they're not on the Timberwolves level. They're not on the Thunder's level. Not on the Celtics level. What they're building might not necessarily be the most special thing in the world, but they are making do with Keontae George, John Collins, Laurie Markkinen, all these guys who are a number two, number three, number four. Keontae George's case, maybe even number five or six option right. on their team, um, and they're making it work. Uh, shout out Will Snyder. Listen to him on a uh, Rosillo. He gave me a little bit of propaganda for today. Sure. Loved his vibes. Um, yeah, man, the Utah Jazz, 22 and 20. I'm thinking seven seed, eight seed. Yeah, they're definitely no. going to be in the play in. Yeah, yeah. This is great. I, this is great for basketball. Anytime I, anytime there's somebody on a team that I can't make fun of, I, you got to like them, man. And now that, now that Rudy Gobert is gone, it's like, fuck, I got no ammo anymore. Yeah. So I got to start loving this team again. So, Give me the Jazz for this year. It's a young year. You never know how their second second half can be. Remember last year they started nine and three, I think, or something like that. They were hot. Um, they were hot. Uh, and as for right now, they're very hot too. Twelve and two in their last fourteen. Wow, which is very great. Um, but as for right now, give me give me Utah. I'm loving Utah. Yeah, Colin Sexton has been really fun this year too. His average just keeps climbing up since he went into the starting lineup as well. Laurie Markin yep. is awesome. Any team that has a GM of Danny Ainge and a a good coach, probably going to be pretty good at basketball. Absolutely. Probably going to be pretty good. My yeah. surprise team of the year award goes to your Houston Rockets. Yeah. Woo! Look at Man. You guys. Yeah. Thank you, brother. If <laughs> if you haven't already, go to Apollo HOU's YouTube. Scroll down till I don't know when that was, May. We had a lottery watch party down at the Memorial Trail Ice House, and I laughed. I wore a Rockets hat, but I laughed. I laughed when the, the fourth pick was revealed. I couldn't help it. I couldn't hold I it in. I, I didn't have any hope. Then you go and sign Fred Van Vliet for way more money than Kyrie Irving is earning. And then you gave 80-something million dollars to Dylan Brooks, which can turn into 90-something million dollars. I was like, boys. Yeah. And I, I was saying in the group chat, I was like, what are we doing here? And then you signed a coach yeah. that got fired for reasons off the court that really haven't come out yet. That we don't really know anything yeah. about. It was so, an internal matter. Yeah, it was an internal matter that we that wasn't really 
resolved to the public, but whatever, it's fine. So a little question mark there. Knew he was a good coach. Off the court stuff. I was like, hey, what are we doing? Houston Rockets, not bad. You know, you're a little under yeah. 500 now, but still approaching that play-in. I think you're a play-in team. I think you're well coached. Yes. I think you get something into the trade deadline, maybe. Yeah. Maybe Harrison shipping Barnes. something out at the trade deadline. Green, I'm looking at you. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't know. Y'all are very fun to watch, surprisingly, even though it's a lot of gross basketball. I don't know. I think I really like gross basketball. <laughs> I think that's my problem. Yeah, yeah, you grew up in that era. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Houston Man. Rockets, surprise team of the year award so far. Thank you. Thank, that means so much coming from you. I hope you know that. I, n- n- Neither of our answers were uh, shown before this no, episode. No, we so have no idea what we're spewing out. That, that made me feel really good. I'm um, happy for you. The Rockets are a very fun squad. Not in the way that you would think. Not in no. a Pacers fun or a Celtics or Thunder fun, but more so a, oh, we're scoring 95 and we're winning. Yes. Fun. Very weird. It's very like late Detroit Pistons vibes, like the mid 2000s Detroit the Pistons. The 17th kid on the bench in high school, the white kid that's too small and undersized that happens to be on varsity because he's a senior and he gets in and he just shoots like three threes in a row and he makes them all. Yeah. You're like, look at this. Like, this Who would have thunk? <laughs> that, that's what the Rockets Man. are for me right now. Man, I love that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Jesus, man. Uh, sorry, couldn't help it. Um, on the tail end of the surprise team of the year award, let's go to the most disappointing team of the year award of the midseason awards on Zero Gravity. I mean, it's it's the Pistons, but it's not the Pistons because everyone knows it's the Pistons. Yeah, so I, yeah, we, we, we I am here to tell you that the Golden State Warriors are the most disappointing team in the NBA this season. I'm just stealing your picks one for one. This is awesome. Steph Curry Man. can't do it on his own. Klay Thompson is a shell of himself. Draymond Green can't stop choking people out and punching people on the court. Steve Kerr can't stand loud music. And the Golden State Warriors' downfall is here. And in, uh, everyone's ready for it in the NBA. Everyone is ready to have it. God, it just feels so good to say that they're the most disappointing team in the year award and just watch them knock out the Mavericks in round one. That's just what I'm saying. <laughs> Yep, yep. The Mavs somehow get the two seed. The Warriors with the seven seed yeah, I'll somehow. Kill myself. It's over. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the, I'm so glad uh, it's finally here. For now, it could be different once Chris Paul comes back. If they don't move Moody or Kaminga, there's a lot of question marks with that organization. That's kind of you know kind of the point of a most disappointing team of the year award. You, there's a lot of question marks when you didn't expect there to be. Turns out. So, um, yeah, man. Uh, Steph Curry, I was looking at NBA.com. Steph Curry is, uh, in some categories, the number one rated clutch player in the league based on wins, games, a couple other things. Sure. Sure. Um, still don't got it this year, buddy. Um, it feels so good to finally say it. The Warriors are donezo. We made a whole episode about this. The Warriors are done. Kaminga, you are a Houston Rocket. Kaminga, you could be a, an Orlando Magic, maybe? Orlando Magic? Yeah. yeah. I don't hate the trade. I don't know. I don't know anymore. They already have like oh. 20 centers. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Jonathan Isaac playing this year. I don't, I don't know. anymore. Probably not. Yeah, I got it. He's preaching yeah. somewhere. He's, yeah, exactly. Shout, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, man, the, yeah, the Warriors stink. Um, but, you know, it, it would almost it almost feels better that, that they're doing it like this uh, instead of kind of just full out tanking, you know, kind of like how halfway how they did for Wiseman. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I, it, it, it just feels a little bit sweet. 
you know, I'm it's really good. liking it. Um, it's a good time. Yeah, man. I, yeah. Yeah. Shout, shout out, shout out the dubs. Finally, your run is over. Um, for my pick and thank God that I have my reserves, uh, you know, on deck, uh, give me the Atlanta Hawks. Okay. Uh, yeah. Trey Young, Deontay Murray. We thought it was going to work. It's not working. Clint Capella, you are a Houston Rocket. Um, Everyone is a Houston Rocket at this point. Was a Houston, yeah, he will, he will always be a Houston okay. Rocket. Houston is the leg- the town of the big men, the legacy of bigs. Sure. Um, but, man, the every time I watch a Hawks game, it is they will drop 130, they'll lose by five. Yep. You know what I mean? It, it, there's no defense on that court, no size, even with Capella. Um, Jalen Johnson, you are a stud. Yeah, uh, Jalen Johnson will be – untouchable for the rest of time apparently according to people in the organization i don't know what's up with that um but yes they do need to keep trey young jalen johnson they should keep a big because aj griffin you're not getting much playing time please be a rocket please um i don't know what's happening on that on that team every time i catch them it's always um trey young kind of dribble 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 uh and just hope for the best um yeah, give me give me the Hawks, man. Uh, they might have some sort of rebound in these last forty one, uh, maybe a nine seed uh, on in the play in because the sixteen and twenty three Brooklyn Nets are the ten seed in the play in. Huh. I think is that true? I don't. I, I saw it on Twitter. Don't quote me sure. on that. No, I'll count it. But yeah, we'll we'll call right. it that. Um, yeah, the Haw- the Hawks are weird. Uh, like I said, they've always been the peak mediocrity of the NBA. The Chicago White Sox of the NBA. Uh, yeah, as we talked about on last episode. Um, man, I don't see much getting better, honestly. And yeah, <laughs> who could have <laughs> ever thought that. that a Quinn Snyder coach team would have bad vibes? Mm, I like the way you think, man. I really do. <laughs> yeah, Quinn, eh, man, Quinn Snyder. I'm just he, saying. He is, he is just saying. Matthew McConaughey of the NBA. It's weird vibes all around. I like McConaughey's vibes though. Snyder's not so much. His eyeballs freak me out. Yeah, um, no. Let's move on to Rookie of the Year. An easy pick. Should be an easy pick. It's Victor Wimbanyama. I mean, he's he's going to lead the league in blocks and steals yeah. for, for the end of time. He's a freak yep. of nature, and he doesn't even get to touch the ball because he has six ball hogs on the team with him. <laughs> Pop doesn't even carry gun on the ball, and he's still putting up crazy numbers. He's doing things that we've never yeah. seen before and probably never will again because there's not going to be another 7-foot-20 human that can move and dribble and do the things that he does probably. He's awesome. Victor Wimanyama, Rookie of the Year. He's probably going to win the actual award. So yeah, easy pick yeah. for me, and um, I didn't want to like just throw something at a wall for clicks or anything. Like It's, it's Victor. Yeah. Um, I'll take the other side just not only – because I don't like the San Antonio Spurs, strictly because this team is doing so well. It's like it's like you got like a running back on like a fifteen and one team versus a quarterback on like a nine and eight team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can't, maybe not the best comparison, but yeah. you know what I mean? You're following me. Um give me Chet Holmgren here. Yeah. Um the team is so fucking stacked this year, man. Every single time, like I said, I watch them, it is fireworks, you know, unicorns peaches it's it's the best it's the best and i don't know what his ceiling could be but it's very clear that it's working out very quickly and of course that year of him being hurt and rehabbing and all that stuff of course i'm sure that was a lot on him but he's he's worked it out very well and you know overall based on record like i mentioned you know yes overall vibes on that team give give me chet here man i love chet love the pick we like chet around here we like chet 
Cool dude. Cool dude for sure. Yeah. All right. What's next? Man. Oh, let's do it. We have got the surprise player of the year. Man. Man. Whew. I got to do some thinking because I have, you know, I have something. But honestly, I'm going to leave it at this. It is going to be a co-award. Oh, we're sharing this. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hear me out. Oh, we have got we have got Scotty Barnes and Alperen Shangun. They have both made that leap. And I think that I know Scotty Barnes isn't on the greatest of teams right now. They're not, they're not too, too far off from the Rockets. I'm just saying. Hey, you just take Scotty Barnes because I, I picked Alperen Shangun. Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that, man. You, you, yeah, you knew I was going to take Shangun in some form. I was um, surprised he fell this low, you know? Yeah. Thought he'd go <laughs> right. higher on your board. No, um, I, I just <laughs> love the way Scotty Barnes plays. Uh, every time I watch a Raptors game, they're not the greatest of teams, even with Pascal Siakam, but I told you, it's like they have five Harrison Barnes on the court at all times. Mm-hmm. They always have a guy. They always have a man who can make a shot, and I love that. I think the Raptors will be good. Give them, give them some time. Yeah. Give them some time. No. And Scotty Barnes will be the center of that. Like, like their coach said, he will be the face of the league soon. Sure. Yeah. I Maybe heard the, the clip again of, today. I was like, ooh. what are we what are we talking about here? Yeah. <laughs> man, give me give me your give, give me some uh Shangun talk on your end, man. I never hear you talk about so, it. So last year, last season, so beginning of 2022-2023 season, I decided to watch a Rockets game before I went on the Summit State of Mind podcast. Go check out the Apollo H O U YouTube, hit the subscribe button and the notification bell so you never miss an episode of Zero Gravity or Summit State of Mind if you're a Rockets fan. So before I go on with Kenny and Justin, I was like, all right, I'm going to watch a Rockets game. I'm not going to watch any more for the rest of the season, but I will watch one Rockets game. My takeaways were Jalen Green's really fast, has crazy bursts of speed, and Shingun's probably pretty good. Yep. That was last <laughs> the beginning of last season. This is like yep. game four. I was like, Shingun, I like him. Pretty good. He's got, uh, I mean, obviously as a fan of Dirk and Luka in this kind of generation of european basketball players where they take control and slow the game down a little bit and yeah it's to their pace shingun's got a little bit more speed to him than luka and Jokic and dirk had so it's a little bit different but just the way he plays basketball he is baby Jokic. like the way he plays basketball is very Jokic-esque. so it's very fun to watch because he gets everybody else involved but his offense is good his rebounds are good i don't know i just like shingun and he's much better than i thought he was going to be this year Yes, yes. Much better. Stats yes. are crazy. Um, he's not Dirk. He doesn't play like Dirk, so let's stop comparing him to Dirk. Summit he, does, he does the fade. He, he does the fade, though. He doesn't one lean. He just doesn't Never. go look at a Dirk Never. fadeaway I know, and tell I me know. that he's not like parallel to the ground on his fadeaway. God, literally. <laughs> he really was. He was just leaning all the way back at seven foot one. It was crazy. Shingun doesn't do that. He has a fadeaway in his arsenal but it's not the dirk fadeaway so let's stop comparing it's dirk-esque it. okay well, can we shingun's fun i like shingun it doesn't look like dirk i don't care what anyone says just put them side by side and i will prove everyone right i want it to stop i want it to stop now i'm trying to give you flowers and you just keep fucking rubbing it in my face it's ridiculous <laughs> all right well that was supposed to be a positive award um shingun surprises Player of the Year award. Congratulations, Alperin. Sure. Love you. Sure, Shout out all the Turkish fans. Yep. Yep. Man. <laughs> Off the rails. Yeah. All right. You got it. You got it. This is you. This is you. All right. <laughs> disappointing player of the year. The yep. most disappointing player of the year. Midseason awards. 
go to? Jalen Green. No, Draymond Green. Okay, okay. Well, <laughs> hey, I like that. I like that. Draymond um, Green, uh, just stop fighting people on a basketball yeah. court. This isn't the 1990s anymore. You can't fucking do it. What are oh we my doing? God. He is modern day Bill Lambier. It's awesome. It's like even worse, I think. Like, I don't, man, Bill Lambier was pretty yeah. bad. <laughs> Lambier was pretty era. rough. Yeah. yeah, the bad boy Pistons were sick. Uh, yeah, Draymond, just stop it, please. Like, you just came back. So, like, let's keep it that way. Just play basketball. Demon home. Demon home, pussy. Please like the <laughs> Yeah, Draymond yeah. Green, most disappointing player of the year. Who you got? Uh, Jalen Green. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, who Who else would have thought? Um, and I feel really bad for the guy. You're going to see uh, – I, I saw this thread on Twitter, and it was talking about guard development and how it takes – exponentially longer we we got so spoiled with how good trey and luca were initially and if you remember the trey rookie season he was really no bad. he was not really bad that first half yeah um he, he made the stats look a little bit better but he was shooting like 30 percent. oh it was rough he was, he was chucking them bitches up yeah um but overall i mean you the guard development takes a really long time and of course i'm on jalen Green's side here i just want to make that very clear i might shit talk him i'm hey he is in a position that i will never be in i will never understand a lot of sports people in sports media don't like to talk about these things, but man, put me hey, put me in Jalen Green's shoes. Shit, I I wouldn't know what I'd do either. Um, I shout out Mama uh, Mama Eason, Tari Eason's mother, um, for giving Jalen Green a pep talk, and then two games in a row after that, he ended up dropping like twenty five and thirty on really efficient numbers. So maybe, maybe just maybe, it's instead in of there. a therapist, he goes to see Tari Eason's mom maybe once or twice a week. You know, just let all his feelings out. Get the pep um, talk. I think this I think this would help him. Uh, of course, I'm being silly, but you know there is an ounce of truth to it. I think that Jalen Green is in a probably one of the biggest rough patches that I've seen in a long time from a young player. I mean, the only people I can compare to is like Scoot Henderson and like early Trey Young. Um, but man, Jalen Green will knocking on wood here. Will figure it out maybe one day. Um, I guess I got to be more confident when I say these things. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's not looking too hot right now. Just the efficiency sucks. Forty um, percent from the field, damn near. I mean, man, he'll be okay. The Rockets will be okay. It's but fine. Man, it's been a rough year. It's fine, and if it's not, you trade them. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, sure. We got one more award. Man, it's the last award of the midseason award show on zero gravity. The most valuable player award, midseason pick. Josh, I'll let you lead off. What you got? Oh, yeah. There you go. Let let, <laughs> let the anticipation build because everyone knows. I'm just kidding. Nobody knows what you're going to No one knows. Give me, no one knows. Give me shy Gilgis Alexander shooting 55% of the field from the field. I mean, dude, th- this is a thunder pod for me, like top to bottom. Um, But they're one of the best teams in the league. Uh, shy, every single time I watch the man play, he is a hooper. This man is a hooper. He is a hooper amongst AAU athletes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I love watching him ball. He's up to 30 points a game this year. Roughly, yeah. Crazy efficient stats. Um, can have the ball in his hand whenever he wants. Can score whenever he wants. You, there's not many players like him. I'm sure, you know, your guy you're about to pick is, you know, might be in that category. But do we know right now. Picking? For right now, Shy Gilgis Alexander is hooping, and I don't think he will necessarily win MVP. Give me a top two, top three finish. You know, give the momentum into the next season while he's entering his prime. 
Love the way he balls, man. He is he is insane. Take the floor over, man. You got it. Most valuable player. MVP goes to uh, I'm just kidding, Luka Doncic. It's definitely Luka yeah. Doncic. It's not even close to anyone else other than Luka Doncic. He gets like four percent of his points from free throws, whereas Shea gets like 20 something i think it's 27 percent of his points come from free throws free throws alone luca gets like seven percent from free throws he is a true hooper he plays defense it's the craziest thing he goes out mass fall apart it's just it is what it is he's more valuable to his team than anybody else in the mvp and in the league i won't hear otherwise luca Doncic deserves the praise he's not even in the top five half the time with all these rankings i don't get it what is happening why does the nba hate luca Doncic? is it because he plays in Dallas. Like, I thought Dallas was a decent market. Like, it's not a huge... I mean, it's a really big market, but it's not like... It's not New York. It's not Boston. It's not LA. I got that. Yeah. What are we doing? You got Mark Cuban, the most popular yeah. owner in the NBA, for better or for worse. Like, most people know who Mark Cuban is. So, like, you got that. You just sold the team. You don't have to deal with them as much. Kind of. Not really. But, like, can we just... Can we just do it? Can we finally just do it this year? Get it over with. Just get him the one MVP. Call it a day. Just go on the Dirk modal. Like just one MVP, one Finals MVP, one Finals trophy. We call it a day. I'll be happy. <laughs> you were asking for God to come down at that point. That's <laughs> incredible. Um, Andre Drummond and um, PJ Washington, come on down. You'll win a ring this year. There's been over the past three and four episodes. 10 please from you dude we got like please of help. less than a month i'm just gonna yeah. get i'm gonna get somebody on the team i don't know how it's gonna happen but like come to come to wonderful dallas texas we got beautiful beaches great condos uh just lots lots of barbecue mexican food uh yeah. all the things that you could ever want are in dallas texas highland park cool. ever been to it pretty nice smu just saying Ooh. yeah <laughs> luca has done so much for this league um like we mentioned earlier he is the pinnacle of a fat, white, slow, but awesome basketball player. And I love every minute of watching him. The, he has mastered the hard and step back and made it his own. He the, Everything about Luka. He, he, you, you say he doesn't have a whistle. I've seen it. Maybe a game or two, but I've seen it. And I kind of get what you're saying, man. I don't really know. Where, okay, so if he had Joel Embiid's free throw rate, are we, looking at 40, a night. are we looking at 40 a night here? 45? Might be 45 <laughs> a night, dude. I think he only shoots like four to six free throws a game. It's That's not a lot. Insane. That's insane. So then you're, they're they're more, trying to contain him. Literally go to like close to 15 free throws a game if you're giving him Embiid's whistle. That's and he's making man. 85%, 88% this year. Like he's shooting wow. really well from free throw. He finally fixed it. Like he's been nice. free throw. Wow, you can give him that whistle, buddy. We're talking over forty. We're we're talking oh, yeah. in month, but for the season. God, that's nuts, man. You have you're having that one Kobe month in two thousand six, but like every just day. every night, just every day. season. Yeah, <laughs> man. He how many games? I wonder how many games he's at this year. I hope he doesn't get disqualified from MVP. He's only yes. been down about like five games. Okay, okay. Because yeah. I was going to say that would be, that would be a sad kind of turn of events. He missed you one know, for you... his daughter, and then he missed three with the ankle sprain. Okay, okay. Because we, we were shitting on Embiid earlier, but then whole time Luca might just be missing. Well, Luca's actually <laughs> hurt and has the birth of his child. Embiid just like rests against good teams. Coward. <laughs> Let it out, brother. This is your midseason therapy session as well as it is mine. Um, 
I would just like to say real quick, if you have watched 10 minutes, one minute, 30 seconds of whatever we've done this year, thank you so, so much. Man, this is my first time ever being involved with any type of media like this. If you have, like I said, if you've read any blogs, if you've done anything on our site, we greatly appreciate it. And thank you so much for watching. This has been awesome. I've had such a good time with you this year, Stone. It's only going to go up from here, man. I can't wait. Yeah. Thank you to our audience for listening and tuning in on any podcast platform on YouTube, wherever you're getting this Zero Gravity podcast episode from. We appreciate you. The world doesn't go around without y'all. And the podcast doesn't happen without our sponsors, Big City Wings and Celebrity Mint. Go check out Big City Wings, all their daily specials in the Houston area. And go check out CelebrityMint.com. Go check out their graded legal tender collectibles of Mike Tyson, Ric Flair, and more. That's been the mid-season awards show. We, we finally hit the mid-season, and it's happened really fast. I didn't think it was going to happen this fast. I know. I know. Like, I, I thought that back-to-backs were non-existent, and then I saw, like, within a week, teams already played, like, four or five more games. I was like, what yeah. the hell are we doing? Like, this is crazy. Crazy. All, all came out of nowhere. Luckily, we were prepared. We had our resources. We ra- we, we, we rationed. Uh, we rationed our MREs. Mm-hmm. Feeling great. Um, can't wait for the postseason, man. This is the, the this end-of-season run. Paul George and the Clippers. Can't wait. Yeah, we'll talk about um, them next episode. Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be fun, man. Thank y'all so much for watching, listening, however you get this. I don't like I said, one minute, thirty minutes, doesn't matter. If you've tuned in, we appreciate you. And we made it this far, man. Let's keep at it, brother. This has been awesome. For sure. It's been awesome. It's January seventeenth. Almost a trade deadline. It's gonna be fun. This has been Zero Gravity, Follow Media's NBA podcast brought to you by Big City Wings, Celebrity Mint. Thank you for sponsoring this episode. We'll catch you back Monday morning.